Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. I'm going to try my hardest to get through this episode, but my computer is just not cooperating for some reason. The program that I use has frozen a few times and deleted about 15 minutes of recording, and we're just going to try to get through it, (laughs) so... Um, I did get a chance to read through the blog that I had been following and I mean the updates on the case are hard. They're really hard to read and hard to talk about so I'm going to try to get away from that for a little bit. Um, There is a couple things about the case that I did want to discuss. There's A lot of people talking about how the media is not exactly covering it, Um, but there's not really a lot to cover right now. Um, They don't get too much into details about child sexual assault material for a lot of reasons that, I mean, at least are obvious to me, and it's just not the bombshell case that I guess everyone thought it was going to be with all these names dropping. There was a few that dropped, of course. Um, But it's like, I mean, I watched a TikTok and they were wondering why she wasn't dropping any names. So I kind of wanted to explain that a little bit. Um... They're not going to be names that people know because, unfortunately, they don't really care about the buyers right now. They care about the sex traffickers, and not a lot of people know who the sex traffickers are. I mean, let's be honest. If Epstein was never arrested, would anybody even know who he was? I mean, maybe, but, you know, it's just... (sighs) The traffickers are the parents in most cases, and in most cases, you don't know who those parents are, and you may hear names and this and that, but, like, you just don't recognize them. So whether those names are being dropped or not, I don't know. It hasn't been being reported. Not a whole lot is really coming out. And I I just don't see a conspiracy there. I think there's a lot of things to protect the case. To protect certain people that are testifying. Especially the victims. So I just kind of want to wait and see how everything plays out. What's shocking to me is apparently the prosecution is supposed to rest either tomorrow or Friday, which is pretty soon considering it was supposed to be about a six-week trial. I don't know if that was just a guesstimation or if things are just moving along. Like what that means exactly, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But I know there's some other talk about some accounts that are being suspended. So this is kind of what I meant and what I always talk about when it comes to conspiracy theories. You can have good intentions and want to end sex trafficking, but if you're too caught up in the conspiracy theories, 
social media is going to take it down. And the conspiracy theory is the content, not the fact that social media is taking it down. I know a certain letter of the alphabet that everybody wants to follow, but there were a lot of facts that were not true that were put out probably on purpose. So it'd be easy to spot people that were spreading information that they got from that certain letter. But that's just my opinion. So I know that the one tracker that had like over 500,000 followers on Twitter was suspended today. I believe it might have been late last night, but... You know, I kind of went on their page and they kind of went off the deep end a little bit. So not saying that they deserve to be suspended, but saying I'm not really surprised. You know, guys, we really got to keep we got to keep our eyes on the truth right now because there's a lot of speculation out there. There's a lot of lies. There's a lot of conspiracy theories and none of those are going to help anybody. So we've got to stick to the facts and we've got to stick to the truth as much as we can. And just because an account is taken down doesn't mean there's some huge conspiracy that they're trying to cover up. That one account, they had some really crazy tweets that should not have been said. But, you know, and here's the other thing is like, I think it was that account, it might have been a different one, that demanded that the 20,000 pictures that were found in a safe be made public. Let me tell you how wrong that is, and how wrong it is for anyone to suggest it, and especially how wrong it is for anyone to want to see them. Those videos are child pornography. So if you look at them, you are committing a crime. If you have them on your computer, again, you are committing a crime. Yes, it's evidence, but that doesn't make it not child pornography. And it's not a victimless crime, and it's not something anyone should want to see. And I can say that as a survivor of child pornography, That's one of the things that I think haunts me the most is knowing that there are still pictures and videos of me out there and there's still sick, perverted people looking at them and I feel dirty and honestly, just saying that out loud makes me want to just pause this, jump in the shower and scrub the dirtiness off of me, even though it's been decades and I still can't feel clean enough to wash or like that it's been washed off. So think about things like that. You know, I get people want to know things, but there are certain things that just should not be known or made public. And I get that there's a way to black out somebody's face, but the person in the picture still knows that it's them. So think about that because right now what fits your curiosity may not be what's best for victims conspiracy theories are definitely not what's best for victims and right now this case it isn't just about Ghislaine Maxwell obviously it is but the most important people are the victims that are testifying and the victims and survivors all over the world that are watching this 
that are holding their breath waiting to see what happens because I know for me personally I am being re-traumatized all over again so much stuff is getting dug up that I never expected to get dug up there's a lot of flashbacks a lot of memories that are resurfacing I'm having nightmares every single night multiple times a night waking up in full-fledged panic attacks I've never had that before and then there's like a thousand questions that come with every little tiny tweet that I read about the trial and just seeing the similarities in my own life and my own story and things that I've been talking about for years that I had no idea was even connected but it's starting to look like it actually is connected so you know think about that because those are the people that matter the most you may think that it's best for all the truth to get exposed and all of it to be made public so we can just click a link on our computer or on our phone and it's all there for us to see that's not what's best for victims and survivors that's their trauma that's the worst thing that ever happened to them it's nobody's business now I share my story and I share a lot of intimate details but I do it on my terms and it's my choice to do it and it's also other people's choice if they want to listen or not but if somebody gets a hold of these 20,000 images and makes them public that is not the victim's choice and then they're exploited all over again re-traumatized all over again and it's a nasty cycle that never gets to be broken some secrets aren't meant to be told by other people in fact all secrets aren't meant to be told by other people see my family secrets i get to tell them because it's my family and it has to do with my story so let's just keep that in mind and let's stop making up all these crazy theories as to why accounts are getting taken down i'll tell you right now it's because they're filled with lies and conspiracy theories so they get suspended stick to the facts if you want to report about the case report about the case i am following multiple accounts that are not getting taken down and they aren't feeding into the conspiracy theory bullshit i mean we have been talking about sex trafficking and it's kind of been in the forefront since the wayfair debacle which was over a year ago and a lot of survivors have come forward since sharing their personal experience and explaining why wayfair could never be true and why it never made sense we have the department of homeland security has the blue campaign out that has a lot of amazing information about all forms of human trafficking we have shared hope international polaris project so many different places where we can find the truth let's just let go of the conspiracy theories because i'll tell you right now those theories are put out by traffickers because they want you focused where sex trafficking isn't so they can get away with it where sex trafficking is 
So let's not help those guys because we don't like those guys. We don't want those guys around. We want them up front. And the only way to do that is to stick to the facts. Now, the other thing that I want to address, and I've talked about it a couple of times, and unfortunately, got to talk about it again. Every single place, every single federal agency that deals with sex trafficking, every advocate, every organization will tell you it is too dangerous to approach a victim. It is always best to get the authorities involved. They're trained for this. They're trained for those situations. They know how to handle it without putting the victim in danger. Now, if somebody had approached me, let's talk about the mall. If someone had approached me while I was at the mall and asked me if I was okay, I would have told them I was fine. I would not have said, oh, mommy and daddy are sex trafficking me. I was a child. I wouldn't have done anything because I wouldn't have known what was happening was wrong. And I wouldn't have trusted the person coming to me because the grooming and the psychological abuse and damage that was done from that. So another thing is if someone had tried to separate me, they actually would commit a crime because he was my biological father that I was walking with. And sometimes my mother, sometimes my entire family, you don't have a right to separate someone just because you believe they're a victim. That's why you should always call the police. Call 911, get someone out there to investigate right away. I know there's a distrust in the police, but you kind of have to push that aside because that's what's best for victims. And like I said, everywhere will tell you, do not approach victims. This also extends to online. If you feel like someone is a victim, report the account. You can report it to missing and exploited children, the FBI tip line, the FBI cyber crimes tip line, which is in the link tree that I post in every single episode. And, you know, let them handle it. I know sometimes it feels like that's not enough, but it is the safest way. I mean, look at what happened when I told my principal and the police went out and talked to my parents. Within 12 hours, God, within six hours, I was standing in a grave that I was forced to dig myself with a gun pointed at my head. I mean, this is the reality of what happens. If you approach a victim, they get punished because somebody figured it out. So... Don't talk to them. Don't approach them. Call the authorities. Get them involved. If there's something that doesn't sit right with you, it's not going to sit right with them either. And I know how I talk about how deeply embedded the ring was where I grew up and that I didn't get a lot of help from police or CPS or judges and everything. And I'm sure that's the same in a lot of other places too, but you have to at least try and hope for the best because like I said in one of my episodes adults yeah we have to be the ones to make the report children you can't just go up and grab them that's kidnapping so you have to get the authorities involved so let's just try to fight the urge to play savior because 
Nobody is the hero except for the victim. The victim is the hero of their story. Always will be. They're the ones that are going to be the one that helps the escape. You just have to provide the tools to them. So if I saw a woman that I believed was being trafficked, yes, I could call the authorities out and the authorities could talk to her and she could choose to confirm that she is being trafficked and then she saves herself. And that's how it happens in a lot of cases. I mean, I got in my car, I drove to a domestic battered women's shelter I don't even know why that came out wrong, but (laughs) I went to a shelter and I know a lot of other people that did the same thing and that's how they escaped. Some people, it was, you know, um, I guess like a boyfriend or something and they were able to call their own parents to save them out or come out and save them. So, you know, the victims, I know it's a lot of pressure on them. So we just have to send them the tools You know, I have shirts from my local sex trafficking organization. I buy them off of their website and I wear them out in public a lot. And I've been approached by so many people that ask for cards, which I have from my advocate that I give out frequently. And it's just basically like a walking advertisement. And I kid you not, I've had people come up to me in the bathroom and say that they were being trafficked and they needed help and I offered to call the police and they just took the card of my advocate and you know hoped for the best I've had people follow me on Instagram and just simply followed me and I reported their accounts and got them saved that way it's it's just that's how it happens and that's the best way Do not approach victims. Do not approach traffickers. Do not advertise their accounts. Don't share them. Just report them. That's the best way. It really is. And it's not me trying to cover up for somebody or a trafficker or anything. Like, honest to God, this is the best tool that we have is reporting to the authorities. Um... There was something else that I wanted to talk about. And, like, to be honest, like, I can't think of it. I have been in, like, a daze for the past couple of days. Ugh, same word. But um, it's been a struggle for me. And, like I said, like, my friends have been kind of absent. And, I mean, I get it. I probably wouldn't want to talk to me either. Um A lot of people don't know what to say, but, like, honestly, I just need distraction and need to get out of my own mind. That's honestly what's best for me, but, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, it's the same thing as the last episode. I I just, I'm losing it. Uh, So, I think I'm going to end it there for now. Um, I have done a couple interviews for podcasts that are going to be airing soon, like in the next few weeks. As soon as I get the details from where you can find it, I'm going to let you know here. I'll also be updating it in my link tree and do some things on social media. Very excited about one of them. Um, She was a pretty awesome lady. Love her. Um, 
the other one, she was just sweet as anything. She's amazing, and I really love doing the interview with her, too. I believe that one comes out in January. I've had a couple requests for some other ones that I'll be doing in the beginning of the year, hopefully. So I'm just really trying to expand a little bit and, you know, just try to get the word out about my podcast. You know, a lot of people, like, especially the ones that I do the interviews with, I mean, they've got assistants, which I don't have one because apparently you have to pay for them. (laughs) My daughters are not willing to do it for me. Not that I would even ask, but they have like a whole team of people helping them. And honestly, I'm just doing this all by myself, sitting in my office right now with my little mini computer and microphone and Yeah, I do all of it. I do the editing, the sound, all of it, the social media, all of that is me. So it's a lot. So that's why I'm going to be doing some interviews to kind of, you know, get the word out there. So hopefully some people, you know, can share my story because like I said, like I really think if the survivors that are willing to share their stories come out and talk about it, that's going to be the best tool that we will ever have in ending sex trafficking. And with all the attention on it right now, it's the time is now to do it. I mean, more than ever, it's not so much hidden in the background anymore. It's right up front. We just have to make sure that we're focusing on the truth. That is key. I know conspiracy theories are very attractive And sometimes you'll find someone that tells you everything you want to hear because it proves every single conspiracy theory that you heard to be true. But that doesn't mean that it's true. So let's just stick to the facts. And crap, I lost it again. (laughs) This is how I've been. This is why I've been kind of not making any TikTok videos and my episodes have been kind of slow. It's hard listening to this trial knowing this trial is happening even like my husband taking me out trying to get me to ignore it like just the fact that I know that it's happening it's been difficult very difficult especially because like I said the details in these victims it's just so similar to details in my story and I mean that's not rare it's really not it should be but it's not so um, I'm going to hop off for now. I just wanted to get an episode out, keep y'all updated. I know the ending to my last episode kind of geeked out a little bit. Um, I had flashbacks and it was pretty difficult. So, um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing the best that I can, but these aren't easy times for survivors and victims. So, Um, thanks for tuning in and I will hopefully make one, maybe not tomorrow, maybe the next day at the very least over this weekend. I've got some paperwork and stuff that I've got to do and, uh, just life. So, but I do have some exciting news. My best friend is going to be starting a podcast, and he's amazing, and I love him so much. He's my son's godfather, 
and I am going to be a guest, hopefully a lot, on his podcast. Not really talking about my story, but I'll give you the deets about that when I have them. I'm also going to have a couple of guests on. I got to figure out exactly how I want to do it and all of that, but there are some really good people that I have in my life that have stories of their own that want to be shared, and I definitely am honored that they've asked to come on to my podcast and share it. So I'll be doing that soon once I get all the logistics figured out and everything. So hope you all have a good night. If I don't talk to you before then, I hope you have a great weekend. And thanks for tuning in, and thanks for the continued love and support. Talk to you soon.